Welcome to Know Thy Trauma, a podcast by Wellspring Solutions Counseling Services. We are a group of therapists located in a small town in eastern Pennsylvania dedicated to helping people heal the loss and trauma that is part of the human experience. The content in today's episode can be potentially triggering, so please use discretion as you listen. If you find yourself triggered, we encourage you to pause it, engage in something that soothes you, and return when you're ready. And as always, we encourage you to seek out your own therapy if needed. Hi, my name is Sharon Wegman, and I'm a licensed professional counselor, and my master's degree is in community clinical counseling. However, I've been a counselor about 25 years, and really, my focus has to be on trauma because it's the traumatic events that brings everyone to counseling. Mm -hmm. And I am Kate Byler. I have a master's degree in community and trauma counseling um, from Jefferson University. I am racking on my hours now to become licensed, but... Uh, kind of like Sharon said, like we just focus a lot on trauma here and what that looks like and how it affects us in so many different forms. Um, so I do a lot of individual work with that. And I'm Kayla Cedar. Um, I'm a licensed master's level social worker. I have been in the field for around 10 years now. Um, my graduate work was a family and environment focus, so a lot of the trauma work that I do here takes into consideration family, um, family of origin, and healing a lot of the wounds that can um, happen in childhood. So today on Know Thy Trauma, we're just going to be offering a brief overview of trauma, right? Yeah. So I'd like to get started on talking about the definition of trauma. When we're looking at just the regular textbook definition, it's any distressing event, which we can all agree on. Mm -hmm. uh, trauma can be very distressing in various different degrees. Sure. Um, a lot of what we do, though, as counselors is help our clients to find more individually what trauma means to them. To and know thy trauma. To, to truly know thy <laughs> trauma. So how do we name the trauma? How do we understand the um, experiences that we've had? Um, and that can look from anything from our you know, standard traumas that we see of abuse, varying types of abuse, but also looking at things that maybe we're still working on calling traumas. So that means generational things. What have our people experienced that came before us? Looking at collective trauma. So what is the community experiencing um, and how has that individually affected us? For example, COVID the mm. pandemic, mm -hmm. recent national disasters, weather yeah. disasters, 9-11. Mm -hmm. um, Sharon, you wrote a really great blog on looking at how it comes up in our bodies and behaviors, reliving some traumatic events. So again, one of the other things that we like to do as counselors with our clients is recognize how does trauma show up in our body and our behaviors. So when things show up in our bodies, we like to call that somatic symptoms, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that can be anything from where am I holding tension? Am I having some type of chronic illness? Am I having chronic pain? And then in our behaviors, so how has the way that my brain and body responded to trauma affect the way that I'm feeling and then acting out in different situations, both with myself internally and then also in relationships? 
And Kate, I think you were going to talk a little bit more about understanding what is happening inside of the brain that affects how trauma shows up in our body and our behaviors. Yeah, so essentially, like, why we go to those places or what is going on. So when we have a traumatic event, I think it's important to remember that it is a mind, body, and spirit experience. Mm. And I think we forget that a lot of the times that recently it feels like there's been a lot of focus of just what has been going on up here, how it is affecting our emotions. Mm -hmm. And I think only within the past about five to seven years, we're realizing, wait, our body was a part of this as well. Um, And then if, if you're uh, sensitive in the spiritual matter too, that can affect how you feel in your sensitivity to things. So all of this is happening within our brain and body, taking it all in. So, a lot of that looks like our first response or what we're experiencing in the moment of the Mm -hmm. trauma. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that goes back to our primal brain setting. And when I say this, literally the back of your brain brainstem that helps keep you safe. Mm -hmm. When everything else shuts down, that's a lot of what that's there for. So I always tell my clients that these reactions are actually a way your brain is trying to help you, but now they're just very misplaced, right? Mm -hmm. So if a bear is running at me, I should have everything else shut down in my brain. So all I can think about is what do I need to do to keep myself Mm -hmm. safe from this bear? And that's how trauma is. But we just can't really, it's not always that obvious as a bear running at us. (laughs) So it looks like fight, flight, freeze. Um, Those are the three main ones. You've got many have probably heard before if you're listening to this. So fight is obvious. We're going to try to fight this thing out, um, fight it off, keep ourselves safe. Flight, we're going to run away, find an escape route maybe. And freeze is a lot of the times feeling like we can't move within our body and And sometimes a lot of people say their freeze response honestly looks like them looking at themselves Mm -hmm. freezing, right? Mm -hmm. So, and and that's another term I I would call depersonalization, and we'll probably get into all that stuff later in this podcast at some point, but that's just to normalize. If you've ever experienced a freeze response, it's almost like you're watching yourself freeze. Mm -hmm. And the the latest one, a lot of um, mental health, I guess, people in our world have come to realize is a very popular one is called fawning and so to fawn means we're constantly people pleasing to avoid conflict really at our own expense Mm -hmm. um what did what did you say earlier kayla that was um um i think we were just talking about how it's an adaptive feature to keep us safe mm -hmm. and just looking at how do i a lot of times when we find ourselves over people pleasing Mm -hmm. and overcompensating in social situations, we can betray self in order to um, uphold the well-being or emotional well-being of another person who we think we're in conflict with. Right. So the response is to betray self because we're trying to avoid maybe an abusive situation Mm -hmm. sometimes, Mm -hmm. but then that overflows into non-abusive friendships or workplace things. So... That's just how our brain, you know, was able to function and should have functioned in that trauma moment. So a lot of times we try to tell our clients to give their body and brain the credit it Mm. deserves to keep them safe. And so then what happens, why a lot of people come to counseling is all of these behaviors and that first response of during that trauma, how your body felt, gets really mixed up in your body and brain and it starts popping out 
in our everyday and Mm -hmm. kind of disrupting relationships, disrupting how we feel about self. Um, Maybe it's like, you know, anxiety as simple and not that anxiety is simple but that that can be the main one that really frustrates us on a day-to-day from how we've experienced trauma so just to kind of give you an image um we get a memory of this trauma and maybe a feeling and they kind of get separated into all these filing cabinets in our brain whether we have long-term memory or something that stores our emotions or happy memories and because the time of the event our brain kind of goes well what I like to say at least offline so everything else is broken down um, and not working because everything else isn't working at the time of this event all of these memories and feelings are getting kind of just like stored everywhere that they shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And so as counselors, we try to take these filing cabinets and reorganize them. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we can like shut the drawer and be like, okay, that's for that. And this is for this. And you feel more confident in it and give you the tools that if you see something out of place in your own filing cabinet, you know how to put it back. Absolutely. Um, And so, and we all like, we all have to do that work. Yeah. As we counselors, we, we are constantly doing that work for ourselves, and, and we just want to give people the tools to know that they can do it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'd say most people don't come to counseling because they want to work through trauma. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they, come to, they come because they're depressed, because mm-hmm. they're anxious, because they're having relational issues, because they're not being successful in their workplace or wherever. And so it's up to us to literally interpret the information as we take histories Mm -hmm. to figure out, okay, what started this? We got to go back to the root. But we'll have people tell us it's just depression. I didn't have a bad history whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And it's because they have no awareness of it. So let's talk about how do we help people figure that out? Because if we think about um, how... Our brain has interpreted information. It starts first with zero to three. Mm -hmm. And zero to three is when we attach to our mother, our father, our other people in our world. And Mm -hmm. so a lot that we may not have memory of can happen in our bodies between zero and three. And once we start recognizing... um, what was going on at that period of our life, we can start doing the emotional math to help people understand their trauma. Mm -hmm. So, um, and we'll talk about that in a minute as far as what can happen, what types of trauma. And then we also want to talk about between zero and 12, that's when our worldview is formed. And what does that mean? Our worldview is our beliefs. Mm -hmm. Like, um, men are scary. Mm. Women are complainers. Mm-hmm. We, you know, whatever the belief system is. is boys based, don't cry. Boys <laughs> don't cry. These are things that are modeled to us. Right. These are things that are taught to us through our experiences. And so those two, between zero and 12, are so pivotal. Mm-hmm. And yet we don't recognize that as adults. What were the things that were happening that now impact who you are now with your anxiety, who you are now with your depression, how you relate to people. All of those things are so important. So it's just so important when we're talking about knowing our trauma is going to therapy is so important so we can pick out 
the pieces of the puzzle that create the emotional math that equal what you're currently dealing with today. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm thinking about between zero and three, what would be some of those traumas that you could experience? We'll start even with what happens within the womb. Mm -hmm. If the mother is dealing with a lot of um, trauma, stress, maybe even physical ailments during that mm -hmm. time frame, the baby is absorbing the, the yeah. chemicals that okay. are released into her traumatic experiences are being released into that baby. Mm -hmm. Just like if there was a, another element in the body like uh, a drug, mm -hmm. the baby is absorbing that. Um, so difficult births, mm -hmm. uh, babies going into the NICU unit for a period of time, um, Parents who die during that phase, divorces mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. happen, all of these experiences that we don't have tangible memories of impact how we experience our world, including anxiety. And lots of times I see this with people, lots of times people don't actually remember their trauma, but their kid gets their child, not their kid, their child gets to a certain age mm -hmm. And they're triggered. Yes. Anxiety shows up. Depression shows up. Mm -hmm. And like, why? Mm -hmm. Nothing's going wrong, but it's their body mm -hmm. remembering. Mm -hmm. Their body remembering. Yeah, well, and I think it's, when we say body, it's like, the, a lot of it's our nervous system that gets mm -hmm. affected and activated. So something is a trigger, and then our nervous system takes that, and wants to warn our brain something dangerous is happening. And so, again, the body is always trying to keep you safe. It's just misguided. <laughs> yes, it um, is. So it's just that nervous system that, like Kayla was talking about earlier, it's like that gut, maybe a gut feeling or maybe you have a lot of pain or chronic illness. It's like doing this trauma work also helps getting that nervous system back in, um, mm -hmm. back intact. Good. I even think about like how it shows up like emotionally and mentally for us, like especially like unremembered uh, trauma that's stored in our body that we don't have an active memory of, especially mm -hmm. as we see our um, children grow is why is it so triggering for me when my child cries at this particular time? Right. Why am I so angry? Why, mm -hmm. why am That's I able good. to offer empathy in every other situation, but I feel so angry right now? Mm -hmm. um, so looking at, we, we always like to say our, our bodies are trying to send us messages. So my body has a message for me. There's a lot of shame that can come mm -hmm. in with this mm -hmm. too. So when even Kate, thinking that. earlier when you, yeah, like when you were talking about um, how we work through some of these things and um, help our clients gain the tools, a lot of it is self-compassion. Yeah. A lot of it is, you kindness. know, <laughs> yeah, kindness for self and mm -hmm. just saying like, okay, my body has a message for me. Let me listen to it and hear what it is so that I can allow these things to pass through rather than shaming it and beating myself up, mm -hmm. which a lot of that we know can be a trauma response to beat ourselves up, especially if that's a lot of what we heard when we were children during these formative years. Yeah. Right. Right. So let's just kind of brainstorm traumas that can happen that we might not recognize as traumas mm. during those first 12 years. Those first 12 years. Wow. Um, I, I would say like moving a lot, mm -hmm. moving a lot, right? changing schools, 
Yeah. What was your first school experience like? What was it like going from a half day kindergarten to a full day? Like, <laughs> right. did your pa- did a parent go back to school or back to work during that time? What was it like not right. having mom at home? Even just struggling with like getting good grades in school. Yeah. You know, like what is that? What message is that sending to you about yourself? Mm. Or um, what were your what did you have a, a depressed parent? Mm-hmm. Did you have an right. anxious parent? And what were the coping mechanisms you learned to develop dealing with anxious parent? Mm-hmm. Um, all of those things. And so I, I just think most people don't understand the level in which they have experienced significant losses that impact their brain chemistry, mm-hmm. that impact their body. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So going forward, mm-hmm. I think we w- we're going to continue to do this podcast because we just feel like, as particularly as a result of the pandemic, mm-hmm. we just saw the whole culture have significantly increased anxiety, mm-hmm. um, 50% higher anxiety. Um, so many different things started happening in our culture as a result of the shared trauma and it triggered individual trauma significantly. Sure. So one of our purposes is to continue to do this podcast on trauma, just help you name it, mm-hmm. know thy trauma so you can understand your emotional math so you can understand how to move forward. And we're just going to be interpreting trauma for you going mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. And I think we hope that it, not only helps you, but helps your relationships too. Absolutely. And how to maybe look at someone else and yes. their trauma experience too. Yeah. So we'd love to hear your questions. Mm-hmm. We get excited to answer someone's specific question because yes. we feel like we're <laughs> empowering somebody. Yes. We're, all, we're all about that. <laughs> right. So if you have a specific question as a result of listening to this podcast or watching us on YouTube, Contact us on our um, socials and direct message us because we'd love to hear your questions. Thank you so much for listening. If you're interested in more information, visit our website at wellspringssolutions.com, which is linked in our show notes, along with any resources used in today's episode. If you have any questions, feel free to DM us on social media and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Original music featured in this episode is by Christopher Burkholder.